This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM, Dunedin's awesome morning show. And on this Tuesday morning, time now to catch up once more with Paul Pope from the Tago Peninsula Community Board, who we uh, catch up with in lockdown. Um, Morena, good to have you with us, Paul. How are things? Good morning, Jeff. How are you? The uh, fire alarm has just gone on Portobello, and my dog is now howling on the deck. <laughs> Paul, you're not one of those people who has to leap to action, are you? No, 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 not this time. But uh, it's probably a good chance to be thankful that we do have our volunteer fire brigade here, who are also our first responders and medical events and uh, yeah look it's sort of kind of reassuring I know people uh, when the alarm goes sometimes don't like the sound of it but I have to say it's kind of reassuring to know that uh, we've got a volunteer crew out here that uh, keep an eye on us all and uh, the rest of the community. Yeah absolutely and what's the very worst that can happen it could be a non-event and wouldn't that be a wonderful thing let's hope they're not going to leap into action to have to do anything that uh, is involving uh, harm to anybody out there or to their property. A lot of it, a lot of it, a lot of their calls because we're a distance from the ambulance. A lot of it is um, triaging um, medical events, um, keeping people stable before the ambulance actually gets here or the paramedics get here. So um, there's a lot of good stuff that they do. And uh, the only thing is, as I say, my dog hates the alarm and <laughs> howls on the deck at the uh, at the sound of it. So. Oh, well, you'll be very popular with your neighbours as well. If they're not very keen on the uh, alarm, they might not be even keener on your dog. But however, small price to pay at the moment, isn't it, Paul, considering uh, where yeah. we're at? Tell us about your bubble. I know you live in a beautiful part of the world. It could be worse for you, I guess, being being locked in at home. Well, um, uh, look, Portobello, the Targa Peninsula, is a great place to be in terms of that. And, of course, we um, we have the cycleway walkway um, in large parts of the area, so we're, lot, we're seeing a lot of people use that. Uh, my wife has been dragging me out running. Uh, like I said to you, I'm a reluctant runner at the best of times, but um, she's been dragging me out at uh, various times uh, because she's doing some multi-sport event next year. Um, and I guess it's probably a good opportunity for people... Perhaps those people who are perhaps a little bit sedentary or perhaps who are tied up with work sometimes don't get as, enough exercise or as much exercise as they like. This is the opportunity perhaps to uh, relive some of those um, uh, New Year's resolutions that we talked about at the beginning of the year and take the opportunity to get out and about. And um, look, there's nothing like a good walk perhaps to think a few things through. And, uh, of course, we've all got dogs and, and, and children as well, so uh, that's an opportunity to get them out and about to do some things, bearing in mind, of course, that um, we are in lockdown and uh, that means uh, taking the, the necessary precautions to make sure that uh, that works for you and for everybody. And um, One of the things I ha- we have noticed, we do notice on the furniture from time to time, we still see cyclists from out of town and we still see the odd uh, the odd vehicle that doesn't belong here on the peninsula as well, perhaps people sightseeing and that sort of thing. And I guess the, the, the message I'd say to you is just that, um, you know, while you're outside of your bubble, inside ours, uh, that puts everybody at risk. So it's, it's, it's just a matter of being patient. And um, we look forward to having visitors again when we get out of lockdown, but we just remind people that, um, you yeah, know, 
we could do without it just at the moment. Yeah, uh, you talk about patience, and and that's it, isn't it? We, you know, perhaps in the South Island have not got as long to wait. Um, maybe uh, we hope, as our friends in in the North Island and around Auckland area who seem destined to spend, or we know, are spending uh, longer at level four than than we are at this point, anyway. Not far away, and of course we've got the beautiful spring and summer well ahead of us. There's plenty of time to get out there and enjoy that. So if you're one of those people who are on the Otago Peninsula and that is your own backyard, what a place! to be able to get out and stretch your legs and test yourself a wee bit as Paul has been Um, and uh, well look not far to go now you know the final stretch on that road connection Paul not far away not too far away and um, just before lockdown we um, were about to see the design plans for the smaller section what we call the cutting uh, at Broadback and um, also we were looking forward to seeing the first part of the reclamation and Portobello finished as well, but unfortunately that's been put back, um, obviously with lockdown. However, um, it's still, depending on how things go, we, sh- we should see a start hopefully on that broad base section uh, probably sometime in the next few months, and we should see this, the last section of Portobello um, from around about the store out to the school uh, completely begin next year. So we're well on track for that um, and uh, well on track to seeing the whole thing connected, which which will basically mean for people uh, in town, it means effectively that you could walk or bike uh, on, a, um, on a shared pathway uh, almost entirely to Tauro ahead. Um, and certainly from um, from Vauxhall to Portobello uh, and in fact to Harwood would all be on a shared um, cycleway pathway, which is a fantastic result for, for everybody. Absolutely wonderful. And uh, <clears throat> and while it is out there in whatever stage it's at at the moment, it's there for us to enjoy if it's in our own backyard right now or when we come out of lockdown um, and when it's totally complete well. Um, that will be really something, and uh, yeah. when people can move around the country, it's gonna it's gonna bring people to um, this part of the country to to spend some time in it for sure. Well, I think we're gonna have to, um, as I say, reassess perhaps things around overseas visitors as well, and um, so opportunities I think for local people and and nationally for people who are visiting Dunedin to use it. I think. I know you talked to Francesca Griffin from West Harbour and it'll be interesting to know when the West Harbour section's finished because eventually we'll have a complete link all the way around the harbour and I think that opens up exciting opportunities for recreation events and for tourism as well. Speaking of recreation, you wanted to talk about the beach this morning, Paul. Oh, yes, so Tabioni Beach. Um, So last week... um, we um, had the blessing for, uh, not last week, the week before, uh, the uh, the blessing for the beginning of the work uh, for the uh, reconstruction of the beach undertaken by Port Otago. Um, and there was quite a, a good turnout of people um, from the Otago-Harrington Point area. And um, it's a real milestone for this community. They've been waiting for a very long time, probably more than 20 years, uh, to deal with some of the issues associated with the erosion of this beach at Tarioni. And um, so getting that started, and uh, of course, um, just as we're about to start, of course, then we go into lockdown. So a bit of a, a, bit of a shame, for, a bit of a false start from that perspective, but more the fact, as I say, that um, 
I guess the contractors of Port Otago and, and the community have sort of put a poke in the ground and uh, are looking to start. Indeed. Well, look, there's always the unforeseen, isn't there? And all those projects that we're talking about have had their own little uh, hiccups along the way, but we're getting there and it's great to see. Just yeah, uh, just finally, Paul, you wanted to talk about some water worries. Oh, yeah. So um, uh, we have a section of the community from basically from Portobello, the back bays, up to Pardo uh, um, ahead, who are not on the reticulated water. Now, during Level 4 lockdown, um, there was a public water tap actually in Portobello where people fill up their tanks. Now, during, as I say, Level 4, um, the council actually closed that out for public use. And the reason that they do that is so that you haven't got multiple people handling the hose and, and the tap to fill up their tanks and other bits and pieces. Um, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a pain uh, because sometimes as I say we have people that run out of water. Um, so like we did in lockdown last year, the community board actually managed the hose two days a week. So basically, we do all the work for you. You turn up with your trailer with your tank, and we handle the hose and um, fill up your tank for you and have a conversation, a bit of a chat while you're waiting, and then you're off on your merry way. And as per usual, like we did last time in, in lockdown, we will do that two days a week, and, and tomorrow is our first day of that, Wednesday 9 till 12.30, and then we'll do Saturday uh, 9 till 12.30 as well for people who are not on reticulated water so they can fill up with water and, uh, uh, and uh, keep having a shower and a, and a cup of tea. It's one of those things, and I know people get a bit frustrated with it, but it's just one of those things that council do as part of for public health. And the reason that the board manage it um, for the community is that it's then traceable in terms of who we're filling water up for and who is actually handling the hose. So um, three of the board members, myself, Graham and, and Hawani, We'll be, we'll be doing that for the community over lockdown and we do it for Level 4 and Level 3. And uh, that'll keep people, um, I was going to say, home and dry. <laughs> home <laughs> and hosed. Uh, uh, it'll keep them happy. Uh, look, it is a bit of a frustration, but um, to be honest, um, it's a bit easier. There you go, your, your community board members getting their hands uh, on the work that needs yeah, to be done in the community. Well, Actually, you know, last time we did it, in lockdown last year, it was actually, it was quite a lot of, um, it was was sort of, it was quite a lot of fun in a way because um, we said so many people coming, it was very dry last year and we had a lot of people coming to get water and it was a good opportunity to touch base um, just to hear what's going on with certain members of the community um, and and, and spend a bit of time uh, spinning yarns and um, all that sort of stuff. So it is valuable from that. Perspective slightly different at this time. In fact, that um, as I've said to people, just bring a positive attitude and wear your mask, and um, we'll do the same for them this year. Brilliant advice, uh, Paul Pope. Thanks so much for taking some time out of your morning to join us around the boards here, uh, giving us a perspective from the Otago Peninsula Community Board here on ORFM. We look forward to catching up again in four weeks' time. Uh, fingers crossed, Paul. We might be out of. Uh, uh, lockdown might even be out of level three, might be down a couple of levels. Let's just uh, hope so for the sake of all of our communities. Can I, can I just say it's the first time I've ever done this in my dressing gown. <laughs> there you go. It might not be the last, Paul. <laughs> all right. So you take care. Bye. That was Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM, Dunedin's awesome morning show. 
For more information about Dunedin's six community boards and contact details, visit the Dunedin City Council website, dunedin.govt.nz or phone 477-4000. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.